0: Here's your host, Alex Garrett. On my line right now is someone who uh, does a lot of photo shoots, and you can find him at Jeff Smith on his Facebook page. But yesterday was probably one of the more special photo shoots for him. As he got to shoot the statue unveiling of Frank Sinatra in in Sinatra's hometown of Hoboken, MC by Joe Piscopo of M970, The Answer. And it's through 970 that Jeff and I know each other, and now he's running my podcast. So, Jeff, as I was saying, you do a lot of photo shoots, but yesterday had to be very special for you.
1: Very much so. Uh, I've known Joe for uh, a little while, you know, maybe a couple of years. And when I, I think, uh, I either heard about this off of uh, his a Facebook post of his or his radio part, one of the two, maybe both. And so when I when I found out about it, he didn't really say that much about it uh, in detail. So I Googled it to find out what else I could find out. And once I got the full, I said, "Oh, this is going to be really, really cool."
0: And
1: I said, "I got to I got to be there for this to capture whatever, whatever moments and stuff and video." And it just all depends on um, who else shows up, VIP wise, celebrity, et cetera, et cetera. Uh and go from there and but I deliberately kept it quiet from Joe to surprise it.
0: Well, let's talk about that whoever who who the who's who have showed up along with uh Tina Sinatra, the daughter of Frank, Well, basically the whole town of Hoboken I felt like showed up, and was that surprising to you how many people were at Frank Sinatra Park for the unveiling
1: yeah it 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 was uh funky people there um. I think the, the, the last article I read on it said 200 plus people. I'd be saying it was probably pushing 400 or more. I mean, it was it, it was it was, a, it was a lot there. Um, pretty pretty cool, pretty cool. way went around. I never met Steven Snocker or anybody in the Snocker family, um, but uh, yeah, it wound up being uh, really cool. And the statue of Barry was uh was. I mean, that was a cool statue. That was a very. This was a very well thought out, done the first class.
0: Now you uh. How do you do photo shoots? But with Sinatra,
1: did you grow up listening to his
0: music? Let me say again. Did you grow up listening to Sinatra's music when you, you know,
1: I grew up.
0: Uh, I, I
1: knew, I knew of it. Um, I didn't, I didn't listen to it an awful lot. But I thought, sure can't if you're if you're listening to radio, you can't help but uh, listen to Sinatra songs here and there. And of course, his really prime stuff which is still, you know, there's a lot, there's a multiple songs that apply to that. Uh, But um, as far as listening uh, to a wide range of all of his stuff, uh, I can't say that I did. The only reason for that is because uh, back then when I was much younger, um, I was more into rock music and other stuff, even though I'm very diverse in what I listen to. But that, style of music was a little bit outside of what I generally listen to, even though I did did listen to some of stuff here and there. But having said that, um and more have expanded what I listened to, that has changed dramatically and I've been listening to more and more of it. And at the same time, uh, coming to a much greater appreciation of his music, his talent, him as a as a man, his family, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really kind of uh, I guess you could kind all of, all of that come in on the back door of this and so um and even actually, so they, I'll be listening to more of that and getting into his music so um I'll recognize more stuff, uh, when I hear it on the radio or, or anywhere else. But um yeah, that'll it's uh, he's quite an exceptional talent and it's uh, I wish I would have been able to meet him and his family, um uh, well, you know before he was gone but uh, uh anyway uh but he yeah
0: you know full discretion for alex here podcast listeners first time i've ever talked to jeff we've corresponded by a facebook messenger or whatnot but i did not know you were from you had the southern accent so how did a southern guy southern boy find himself up in new jersey
1: <laughs> you don't think i live here
0: <laughs> I know you do, but how did you come up?
1: Like, where, um, when did you come up to well, the country? I moved to North Carolina in 2007. Um, the the original trip I had never visited before, and I'll uh, go into I a two sentence highlight. Um, basically, um, my my original first trip here was to attend a Billy Graham crusade, um, and I tied that in with, it was a weekend crusade, and I kind of tied that in with doing whatever sightseeing I could get done in like four days, which is not a good idea, uh, because there's way, way too much gotta be to do in sightseeing, even though, just select so like, fun, um, and still combine, uh, a two day, uh, crusade. So, um, I did what I could, and then, the very, I decided to I, I got to do this in a better way. So the next year I decided now, to come you, up crusade, here. Did you
0: did you photograph Billy Graham? Uh,
1: yes, I've got some. Well, the, the the crusade was originally supposed to be done at Maxwell Garden, but they wanted to make it a ticketed event, and the crusade people said, "Absolutely not." Said, Does it, "We're we're not selling tickets for a crusade, or do you even make it a ticketed event, to where you know maybe you don't have to pay to get in, but you have to have a ticket." They don't do that. I mean, that's um. So anyway, the crusade people um of his uh of uh, Billy Graham crus uh the Evangelistic Association uh looked for another location and they finally found uh got worked out with the Corona uh Flushing Park and held it there. But um and I had, and I used some the pictures that I have with that are actually for some with a set of binoculars that you could take photos where you could take photos with a binoculars. That's something I never... I didn't have a DSLR camera back then. The camera gear that I have now, I didn't have back then. And back then, photography, me doing photography was... I, I just... I wasn't quote, unquote a photographer back then. I just had a passion for it. Uh, and I wanted to document it as best I could. And back then, a set of... Uh, camera binoculars as I wanna say it is what I use to take the picture. Um, and I you can take some video with that as well. But um, so that's how I got connected with that and then I decided uh, the next year to come up here and visit as a vacation and just enjoy New York City. And that's when things that's when New York City uh intrigued me so much it hooked me, so to speak, to where I was hooked, and I just, uh, I knew that something here had changed, and uh, it was like uh, a year or so later that I actually made the decision to move here, which was in um, June or so, uh, 2007.
0: Jeff, you've been, I've been seeing it, you've been shooting red carpet events, you've been shooting a lot of events here in New York, Uh, any that stand out, Uh, aside from yesterday's big event, any that you've done that stand out to you? Oh, my
1: goodness. well, yes, I'm, mean, I'm kind of hard to mention specific events and stuff, but, um, as I started out, I'm as a music photographer. That's what I, that's predominantly what I am. Um, music is my passion. I'm a very strong and deep passion about it. And, and I'm a walker at heart, so to speak, but I still shoot lots of other different genres and stuff. But also, in the process of that, um, I also shoot fashion, film production. Uh, and other stuff, but uh, having mentioned that, um, that's why I basically and still do now. Whatever opportunities cross my path, whether I've done them or not, if someone wants to invite me, or even hire me to to do that, and that's something that I can do, and they're willing to hire me, then you know, uh, then we'll, we'll we'll get it worked out. But um, I would say probably the um, the things that kept get my attention it, that are the most memorable would be something like, um, um, some of the, the more, uh, high profile celebrity events. Um, I didn't plan on band uh, photographing so many celebrities, but it's just worked out that way, especially regarding some of the, the musicians that I grew up listening to. And now that I, many of them I have met in person, I've known them for years, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I have the direct contact info and just become good friends. Um, as well as photographing the shows uh but at the same time, I've also photographed uh a lot of celebrities and high profile people and other events and stuff um I think one of the, the of the the, the highlights is really kind of hard to keep that to a few, but I think uh one of them that really kind of stands out, and I didn't even get a picture with this guy. But I was at a charity event of Rockers on Broadway at uh I think it's the Le Lounge. It's on Bleecker Street, right below the Bitter End. And I was invited to the event by the publicist from Mickey Dolan, who's the lead singer of the monkey. And I didn't know who was gonna be there. And it turned out there was some, some celebrity friends that I knew, uh, Simon Cook, a bad company was there, May Payne was there, but um Pete Townsend, the lead guitarist of The Who, was there. And so, wow. so I went to Simon and asked him if he knew him, which he did. So I asked Simon to introduce me uh, to him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and well, it that's just yeah, so it's a lot.
0: I could tell, and the, the pictures always come out so nice. And uh, you said if people ask you, so is there a way to get you to? an event. I know you probably do photo shoots uh, like that's your job. So if people want you there, how how do they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, well, a lot of events sometimes, you know, there's times where I contact somebody to inquire about shooting the event and stuff, and guess what? There's times where still to this day, I'm told no, or we got another photographer. And usually when that happens, not always, but usually when that happens, that means I have somebody there with a camera and then later on I signed up and made a big mistake because they didn't, the person just had a camera but didn't know how to use it, uh, or produce just mediocre shots and stuff. But, um actually one of the other people that I want across and met with all these events that I've shot that have celebrities in there, uh, was also at, uh, the Frank Sinatra, uh, unveiling was, uh, my dear friend of several years, Rita Cosby. Um, the lady's got a smile that lights up the world when she walks in, it. And she's got a big heart and she, I mean I just go with the lady. Uh she's sweet as she can be.
0: She was great. She so. saw my girlfriend and I we we uh we did see her for a minute and she's always very kind and warm, that's for sure, as is John Katz. Um you're a radio fan too, are you not? Huh? You're a radio fan. Like not only do you do you go out to these events? But you love listening to the radio. Yeah, I'll I listen. Yeah, i listen. Actually, when I when I can,
1: uh, there's a lot of radio that I listen to because uh, I have the the iHeart app on my phone. Because um, I besides uh, rock, I listen to other stuff and even talk radio. Uh, but I listen to uh, Q104, uh, which and I know Ken out and Maria Molino of Q104. I've also met Jim Kerr before. Um, and Eddie Trump, but um, on other stations um, besides listening to Joe's radio program on AM 970, I also know on 77 ABC, besides Rita, I also know, I had a man, Frank Milano, the other side of midnight, and um, also on WOR 710, Mark Simone. Well, that's
0: very cool. So, I ask that because I want to know when you listen to cats bring back the Sinatra's, the Brucie's, the the Tony Orlando's. What's that mean to you? to Bring that kind of music um, nostalgia back to radio. Met, I have listened to Tony's radio show and I have met him several times.
1: Cousin Brusie, I've um, yet to cross paths with, with him, but that would be eventually it'll happen. Just a when and I've
0: I've crossed paths with Cousin Brucey many times. A variety of the children's charity, so that connection goes way back to different telethons and radiothons. Uh, Joe, have, well, have you? This isn't the first photo shoot you did with Joe Piscopo, right? You you photographed him before.
1: Let me say again.
0: How many times have you photographed Joe Piscopo? Have you have you oh, worked with um, him before?
1: This is um, actually the first time I met Joe. Was I want to say maybe two years ago? It was always there was a big time time, time gap between the last time and this time because of the pandemic stuff and this and that. Um, But um, it was in Philadelphia um, where Joe and his son uh, were doing a show at some uh, outside uh, venue in Philadelphia. And, I mean, I was already connected with him on Facebook, but he really, I don't think he knows who I was or even a photographer or whatever. And so... I was really eager to try to catch him when he goes to a local show in Philly, but Philly is over an hour, about an hour or so away. So I decided, if you know, something I've, I've got to do this. So I drove over there, uh, surprised them, and right after he, uh, he, uh, he arrived there, and you know, I picked a good time to I could walk up to him casually, uh, introduce myself, turn, give him my business card, uh, and uh, I got some great shots of him and it's his son. Um, Mike is a very talented guitarist. Uh, I was very impressed with, with his musical talent, and I'm not easy to impress uh, talent-wise because all the musicians that I know. And anyway, so uh, there, there, there's been some misses on other events since then that he was doing that I wish I could have attended um, or had a schedule conflict and I could have been hired for a, an event on the same night that he playing you know, somewhere local, uh, even in Staten island. And so that's kind of why I made it a priority when I found out about this batch kind of unveiling. I made it a priority, you know, I've got to make sure I get there so I can reconnect with him. And uh, anything worked out well. Um, as soon as he saw me, he walked up to me, did a big, you know, fist bump and stuff. And uh, we chit chatted briefly here and there. And yeah, it shows, um, uh, Joe's like Rita very much where they're very real people, they're very down to earth and humble given the the celebrity status and talent level and stuff. But um you know, Joe is um he's very down to earth, very humble and is everybody knows one of the funniest guys that uh, she'll ever meet. So um you know, I find that pretty cool and um I've already well, said well, him
0: go ahead. I wanna talk about the placement of the statue. So from a photography perspective, the way they have it, is that Beautiful photography angle of Frank Sinatra along the waterfront of Hoboken. Like, what, what, yeah. what talk about the placement of that statue for a minute and, and photography wise.
1: Yeah, anytime from my perspective, anytime you can get, actually, either way, uh, if you, when you get a picture of Joe, um, where the Manhattan in the background, or even if you reverse it and do a shot, um, uh, with, uh, Port of Hoboken in the background. Either way is a uh, you, you can't miss. I mean, it's, it's going to be a great shot, and there's almost no shots that go. that are not going to be a great start with. So, but with having those those backgrounds, I know it's going you know put it over the top, be icing on the cake. So, uh, cool stuff. Um, if I would have had time, uh, and he would have gotten there earlier, because I didn't see him till the last minute, uh, right before the event started. But if I would have had uh, people have gotten there oh i to see him earlier and have some time. I would have asked him if we could kind of go off to the side a little bit and take a couple of quick shots, but that that didn't happen. But uh, you know, this next, it'll be next time.
0: Uh, yeah, and I just think that the fact that the statue overlooks New York, New York, that's his theme song. That is Frank Sinatra, right? New York, New York. So it just is fitting. Now, when you seem like a very humble guy, so when you want these shots, you said. You would have had them stand a certain way. Do you actually give some of these people directions? Like, hey, you should go this way. And do they listen? I mean, high-profile celebrities, do they listen to your direction when you're like, yeah, you should stand this way to make it a good shot? Um,
1: yeah, that that has started to happen. Um, I have kind of a surprise to me, so to speak, uh, is many times I'm with... Someone like Rita or other big name celebrities that have that have not only known me and a lot of these people it's, it's where they like Joe or Rita or or others where they they've seen a lot of my work, not just pictures of them, but other stuff that I've done, not just music, but they keep a watch on my Facebook and my social media pages and they see the different stuff that I post. For example, I've been sending lately. I've been sending Rita and other people. Um, and Joe and others, I'll send him a text message on some of my Christmas pictures uh, of New York City decorations over the years. because I've got some great shots of different landmark uh, buildings decorated. But anyway, so, to get to your point, um, yeah, there's, there's times now where I'm with an event or somewhere um, where here and there, yeah, I'm di- kind of directing the photo and I'll do this and how to put the show and the doing what I ask or, you know, or or what I say. And uh, now on occasion where um, with Rita, uh, we have such a good relationship with all of this, where there's times where um, I will try to ask for this or that. And for whatever reason, it may not be the right time. And Rita will just say, just hold on, you know, uh, not now or something like that. Anytime she does something like that, um, we'll... You know, it's just one of the things she's telling me in a very polite way, you know, yes, but not now. Um, and so that's kind of the core All of that is actually not about the photography. It's about the relationship that you have, uh, you have built and created with these people, uh, which is I place just as high a value on that as I do the photography end uh, because, Um, when I meet someone like Joe or Rita, uh, for the first time, and if I'm fortunate enough to get, um, direct personal connection with them as far as contact information, instead of just a business number or, you know, contact info, I get the personal side, um, I always try to at least briefly tell them, say, look, um, even though you may not know me that well or you may not have seen much of my work, you need to know this right off from from the start. I got your back. Uh I would never ever deliberately or uh, intentionally post something that has potential to embarrass you. If you ever see a picture of that for whatever reason, nine percent of the time doesn't have anything with the picture. what I what I did is something in the picture that they don't want posted and uh and when that happens I go, okay, fine, done delete it. But it's a, that's about the relationship part. Well, I say, look, I got your back, um, and I only post the best, the best of the best. Having said that, why would you post any pictures that aren't the best of the best of them anyway? You I mean, would. That's, that's, that's not.
0: I can't, I can't for that. Yeah, I can't.
1: I, I tell readers and others this all the time when they when they they see a particular picture uh, that. And always will compliment, they'll, you know, give me a good compliment on. I always pick, pick the best shot to them. And I go, I can't, you know, I'm not like the paparazzi where I'll just post whatever I can get because I got the picture. But also how you look in the shot or, you know, whatever. And I go, I can't do that to people. Cause I've been asked on occasion to do paparazzi type work. And the day that I have to hide behind the bushes, and try to catch a celebrity completely unaware of where I am, and I pop out and, sh- and basically scare the hell out of them to get a picture. Uh, is the day that I'm, st- I'm not doing that. I've never done that. And I just you, you can't be. You can't treat people like that, even though they have a camera in their hand. The, the camera does not give you permission to do stuff like that. And um, so I just, you know. That's going to affect the relationship you're trying to build within the store. It's going to be counterproductive. So, bottom line is, my one of my top priorities from day one of meeting someone like Joe or Rita or whomever, or like John, Catch who was also there, even though they have a family photographer uh, there tells all the events. Uh, my top priority with people like that or well, anybody, um, especially, just goes like a hundred times over for people that are high-profile celebrities is where their trust and confidence in me that I have their back is top priority and under no circumstances, regardless of how long I've, I've known the, these people, under no circumstances do I ever, ever shortcut the professional level. It's, that's just not, For me, it's just not cool, and I value the relationship, the relationship part and the business side yes. as well.
0: Yes. I, I value that
1: too much to 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 do that
0: I know you gotta go back to editing photos so but really really quickly I appreciate you taking time today where can people find your work what's the website what's the social media so hit me
1: with it um well social media um my photography page on on Instagram my photography personal page at photography page is reflections NYC and on Facebook, I have, uh, two, well, three pages, actually. I only use two. One is my personal page, uh, and then you have on my photography page, uh, you have again, it's reflections NYC, uh, and sometimes the NYC is capitalized because that's actually where my photography started. Uh, website, um uh, hold on just a second here, and I can't pull up the link to it. Um, it is, um reflections NYC And I can send you the link to where you can you can post it. Um but um uh, that's once I can get connected with um uh, some type of major media company where my pictures can be posted uh for the public to see on a more frequent basis, um most of my stuff is still on um social media and have been since day one. Uh once that I have been published before in the old post and a few of the places here and there. Um but uh it's so infrequent that um it's sporadic that um that if you if you just go to anybody on the street and so you know who so and so is, uh there's almost a zero probability going knowing know who I am. Um that's why I wanna get connected to some type of major media which has been in the works for a while with all the people I know in the media um so but you know, give it time. It'll happen, just a matter of when and, and by whom the connection is made. Um and events like Sunday help speed that up.
0: Well I'm very thankful that we are connected, Jeff, and uh please don't hesitate to come back when you got other sheets that you want to talk about.
1: Yeah, sure. Um I'll um I'll be finishing the edit uh, today day and I'll send you a the, uh, we transfer all, on uh, select pictures. Um, and, I, took, and I, have, I also took some videos, um, so I'll, which I'll send for that stuff. So um, I'll send you. We'll pictures, to that, so I will I'll
0: Definitely. I'll post on social media as well and, and tag you. And thanks for doing this today, Jeff. Jeff W. Smith, Jeff Smith, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon on Alex J right. podcast. Thank you. Take care now and be well. <laughs> I'm, Al- I'm Alex Garrett, where we're always adapting. We're always getting the creatives on. And we're frankly talking about things that should be trending but aren't, and talents that should be trending. And that's why I want to get Jeff on. So thanks so much, and talk to you guys soon.